Greg Kelly. The latest breaking news and opinions. Entertaining and informative. And good afternoon, Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. We are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-9222. Greg has the day off. You can reach me on Twitter as well at Dominic TV, Dominic TV. Here is hoping in this one regard that what appears to be starting in New York will happen throughout the country. Bail reform. Bail reform. Crime throughout the country is out of control. I said it. I will continue to say it. The legislature in New York State beefs up the state's bail laws and gives judges more discretion to jail certain classes of defendants. Sounds rather easy. Sounds like it's already the law. But in these days of wokeness, this is the reality of uh, what we live in. That's one of the stories that we are going to be covering this afternoon. Dominic Carter again in for Greg Kelly. Another story happens to be the southern border. Uh, I'm watching right now as Judge Jackson, the new Supreme Court justice, is uh, speaking at the White House with President Biden and the uh, and the vice president. But what about the southern border? It's a mess. It's a mess. There's no other way to put it. Title 42 was going away, which started under Trump, which was a great idea. Shut it down. Shut it down. Why is it so hard, so difficult to keep the border under control? We will deal with that issue. Another story coming up. It's decision day, decision day for actor Will Smith. Many folks may be uh, tired of uh, discussing that situation, of hearing about that situation. But Decision Day from the Academy, he's already resigned from the Academy, and they are to decide possibly today on this Friday whether or not to yank his Oscar away. That may happen very well while we are on the air and in Ukraine, the violence in Ukraine. Your heart has to go out to the people in Ukraine. A missile today hit a train station where thousands of people had gathered to flock to flee in eastern Ukraine. 50 people dead. One incident, 50 people dead. 5-0. This, as Ukrainian authorities are warning, they expect to find more evidence of war crimes in areas abandoned by Russian troops. Let's start with crime. 
We'll get to the southern border. We'll get to the Ukraine, Ukraine situation. We will get to the Will Smith controversy. Let's start with the issue of crime. So the legislature in New York, the governor of New York State, Kathy Hochul, you have to give her some credit for getting the job done. She pushed it through as part of the budget process, the budget, $220 billion. But as we have this discussion, and in a moment we'll be going to your telephone calls, 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. Why is crime out of control coast to coast? city to city, state to state, in part because of wokeness. And I I still, I still don't completely understand, to be honest with you folks, exactly how do we define wokeness. I have asked uh, several individuals to uh, do so, but I still don't get it. But, the 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 wokeness the bottom line at the end of the day it has to stop it is killing america and wokeness if we're going to be realistic it's handicapping the very people it is supposed to help it's telling them that they are a permanent victim so in new york state the uh, budget plan which lawmakers are hoping will pass today, Friday, after blowing past uh, last week's deadline of about a week. It allows judges to consider whether a defendant has a history of arrest for gun crimes. So in other words, something that should be rather simple, rather easy. Does this person have a history of gun arrests, gun crimes? It allows the judge to take that into consideration or other violent uh, offenses uh, before deciding whether to set cash bail. It takes on the issue of 2017, the Raise the Age legislation, in which it also gives uh, judges the power to hold defendants younger than 18, younger than 18, Criminally liable, meaning they can be sent to jail pending trial for, for, for nonviolent offenses. And that's the way it should be. That's the way that it should be. If you commit the crime, if you commit a crime, and the country's greatest police force, the NYPD, makes the arrest, you you should be held in, in, in jail. And as I'm saying all of this about we have to, or at least in New York State, be thankful for the change that's coming, and hopefully it's going to happen nationwide, what I'm thinking about today, folks, and we see all of your calls, we're going to get to them uh, in just one second, but what I'm thinking about, remember Daryl Brooks? Remember Daryl Brooks? Daryl Brooks is the guy that was let out by prosecutors in Wisconsin for a prior crime. 
And what did Mr. Brooks do next? His encore, if you will. Remember him? He's the guy accused of deliberately driving his car into that crowded Wisconsin Christmas parade, killing five people. Those five senior citizens are never coming back. And as far as I'm concerned, they should never, ever be forgotten. Let's start with your telephone calls. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly, and we're taking your calls at 800-848-9222. Let's start with Billy in Long Island City. Good afternoon, Billy. What's on your mind? Dominic, do you realize how many great points you made so far? You've only been on the radio, what, not even 10 minutes? And you always pound away a crime better than anybody. And I told you before COVID, before George Floyd, God bless you, because you were pounding away a crime even before we, when everyone else was talking about that phone call that Trump made to the uh, Ukraine back then, remember? Mm-hmm. That, that was a big topic on this radio station. Mm-hmm. You know, God bless you. And how many points with this guy, the, the regular jerk-off that t- t- has his show every day? Hey, wait, wait, Billy, 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 Billy. I have a lot of respect for uh, Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly does an outstanding job. Greg Kelly has been in the trenches uh, with me, as a matter of fact. Greg and I worked together uh, at a a television newsroom station uh, in New York. We we were on the same team then, and we're on the same team now. And as far as I'm concerned, I tip my hat to uh, Greg Kelly, and he he has a well-deserved day off. I have a lot of respect for Greg, and I have a lot of respect for his father, who I covered, the former police commissioner of New York City, Uh, Ray Kelly. But, Billy, I do thank you for your call. So, folks, I want to have an honest conversation. An honest conversation. I want you to listen. We're going to start with Jon Stewart, right? And I'm broadening the conversation. I'm broadening the conversation. Jon Stewart, I want you in this wider discussion of so-called wokeness. I want you to listen to what John Stewart has to say. The literal interpretation of the American dream is that is it doesn't matter where you were born or how you were born or who you are, that in this country, you can rise up and go beyond that. And it turns out to be a fallacy. There has always been a redistribution of power to the white elite. Wow. So I I almost uh, don't know where to uh where to start at on this one. Um so basically what John Stewart is uh declaring is the American dream is for whites only. I want you to put this in perspective of this broader conversation because when you see out of control crime in your city, in your state, in New York, across the country, it started with this premise of wokeness, of the system is not fair, defund the police, black lives matter. Don't even get me started. I'm going to get to that later. I'll get to that later. But John Stewart declaring the American dream is for whites only. I, I, folks, I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. 
I, 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 here's what I mean by I don't get it. I'm African American. Have I, have I faced racism? Yes. Yes. But here's my answer to racism. I'm going to outwork you. I'm going to get up even earlier. I'm not going to whine. I'm not going to complain. I'm going to make it work for me. And putting this in the broader discussion, you know, racism has occurred maybe once or twice in my entire life. I'm 58 years old now. In two months, I'll be 59. We live in the greatest country in the world, and you can accomplish anything. This is what my life has taught me. You can accomplish anything as long as you're not selling wolf tickets in terms of, oh, I'm a victim. They won't let me. Oh, I can't do it. Oh, the man is keeping me back. Listen to now to uh, Hillary Clinton. Uh, and she's uh, here with the uh, Reverend Al Sharpton. The color of a person's skin still influences who gets ahead in America and who goes how far and who gets left behind. And that is absolutely a fact that nobody with all their rhetoric could in any way deny. Okay, well, that that's her giving a speech. But but she has also said with uh, Reverend Sharpton that African-Americans today are held back by racism. Wow. Wow. A lot to chew on. And that's exactly what we're going to do. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. Time for a break. We'll be right back. WABC. Is the Greg Kelly Show. Dominic Carter here with you folks in for Greg Kelly today. He has the day off. You can reach me on Twitter, Dominic TV, Dominic TV. We are discussing what occurred in New York State as part of the budget that has passed within the last 24 hours. The governor is cracking down, and it was a tough fight. It was not an easy battle, Kathy Hochul, in terms of delivering. At least it's a start. On terms of crime, fighting on back on crime, on crime. Judges should be able to look a defendant in the face. And if they deem necessary, decline bail or to set bail at the appropriate amount. It should not be decided by lawmakers. Let's go to the telephone calls, and we are taking your calls, 800-848-9222. Let's start with uh, Judith in Brooklyn. Good afternoon, Judith, and how are you today? Hi, good afternoon, Dominic. First of all, I got I to gotta, uh, defend Greg, because Greg is, in my opinion, basically brilliant, and I underline basically. He takes basics, and he puts everything out and points everything out where you wouldn't even look at something. And, and he's so brilliant at it that, and he's never boring. I have to say that he's just so interesting. So I uh, just want to shout out to Greg Kelly, Dominic. And of course you're so popular too, but you're up so late at night and it's past my bedtime. So I'm glad <laughs> to speak to you. All right. <laughs> anyway, and you're one of my heroes, you know that. So listen, um, I, I, you, you, you're asking about wokeism. Uh, I, I blame since 2014, 
when Obama and Jarrett were in the office, I blame this BLM movement that was funded then, $30 million with George Soros. And it started then, and they have an agenda. It's anti-American, anti-capitalism, anti-white. I, I they're Marxist, they're I, LGBTQ, and not only that, they, they, um, they allow BLM in all American public schools, nothing else, just BLM. That's how powerful they've become, and that's how they're trying to change everything around. And if you find out the education books that are going, I had spoken to someone yesterday, and Dominic, I'll repeat it to you because people need to know this. ABCs is now gay BCs for little kindergarten children to learn their gay BCs, not ABCs, okay? And then there are books there for 13-year-olds for ch- transgender that is basically pedophilia and, 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 and all kinds of illustrations. I didn't see, but I hear about it, and uh, it's just horrendous. Hey, and, Judith, you know, it's we, just- we, Judith let, we, we have a lot of calls, and I've got to get to them. But However, let me ask you this question. Maybe you can help me here. Because I've tried asking this question previously. Give me the abbreviated version. What is wokeness? Because let me, well, go ahead. You tell me your version, then I'll tell you mine. My understanding is wokeness is that it's just, it's part of CRT. It's the same crap. It's part of uh, white people are bad. And uh, that's number one, you know. And, And then they have this agenda. Waking up to LGBT and uh, waking up to uh, uh, anti-American capitalism and all that stuff. That's basically what it is. And I could just tell you, woke is wax. That's all it is. It's just ridiculous. Uh, hey, we have hey, to fight. I, I like I like that, Judith. You you said you said uh, wokeness is is whack. Is that the term you said? Woke is whack. Yeah, woke is whack. Absolutely, <laughs> woke is whack. Yes. I, I I really I really do I really do like that. So so should there be opportunities? For all Americans, of course, of course. But we we ha- are so politically correct these days that we have handicapped the people that society says needs the most help. That's what's going on. That's why crime is out of control. And it's not going to stop nationwide until we... Take the handcuffs off the police, give them back in some cities where they've lost their qualified immunity, because how can you expect someone to put their pension on the line when if they are forced to use a physical force to arrest someone, right? And it happens. It happens all across the country. And then that person says, I'm suing this officer uh, personally, and then the politicians walk away and leave the officer standing. If you are a police officer in any city in America, why would you get out your patrol car and put your life on the line, which you already do, but now we're asking you to put your pension on the line and you're going to be the only one left holding the bag? Who in their right mind is going to do something like that? Let's go to Art. Art is in uh, Teaneck, and we say good afternoon to you, Art. What's on your mind? Well, good afternoon twice to you. Uh, like you will give us a good evening uh, at night. Uh, um, I love your evening show. And uh, when retiring at night, uh, 
that uh, I'm able to watch it, uh, listen to it as I'm going to sleep. So it's really great. I used to listen to the old-time radio shows, but they dumped them off, which is good for I'm getting a better education with you right now. Uh, did, uh, did you get your fallen tree taken care of? <laughs> uh, uh, hey, Art, that's a good point. And you know what? I'm a little embarrassed because that huge fallen tree that fell on my property at my home it is still there, Art. The tree is still there. Hey, Art, I'm out of time. I have to step in. Uh, maybe you can call me back next half hour because I would enjoy to continue the conversation with you. But you know what, folks? We're talking about opportunities and so on. So, and I want to elaborate on this. You know, I, I own a home with my family. My kids are educated. Explain to me how the American system the american dream is not there it is if you want it with crime running rampant in new york you need to keep yourself and your family safe obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time consuming that's where myfirstpistol.com comes in they'll help you secure your concealed carry license if you're looking for a pistol premise rifle or shotgun license call 347-559-7052 347-559-7052 you must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase possess or shoot a handgun or pistol in NY Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic Carter here with you folks in for Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly has the day off. You can reach me on my social media at Twitter. Dominic TV, Dominic TV. We're also taking your telephone calls. 800-848-9222. We are talking about in the state of New York. And I'm hoping that it's coming to a city and a state near you that the legislature in passing the budget in the last uh, 24 hours has given in to a demand of the governor. It's an election year in New York. And the governor, Kathy Hochul, she had a list of some reforms that she wants because crime in New York City is out of control. And I am telling you, folks, it's out of control because of defund the police, that absolute nonsense. It's out of control because of wokeness, because of wokeness. And so now Black Lives Matter, right? Black Lives Matter. So let's deal with protests first. Protests from Seattle Maybe Seattle is not a, not a good example because in Seattle, and I lived in Seattle in high school for a year and a half, things were, were permitted, Seattle and Portland, to totally get out of control. Totally. But let's say a normal uh, protest uh, situation. Folks, I support on a personal level the right to protest. I support it at times. That's how things have been accomplished in our great country. Now, I support protesting as long as you are not destroying property or harming police officers or being unruly. You can get your point across without going to those those levels. I even support, in some cases, and we've seen this, and cities around the country, civil disobedience, where to protest and make your, your point, you, you get yourself arrested by law enforcement. 
But Black Lives Matter. I've said this, folks. I will continue to say it. You don't see a con when it's right there in front of you. It, I take no no pride as an African American in denouncing Black Lives Matter, but a con is a con is a con. Here's okay. So one of the hobbies that I have is real estate, and you know I I wasn't going to um say this, but uh, you know when the charge is that uh, racism in America, right? So. You know, my wife and I, you know, we we own our home. We we live in a very nice community. Um, uh, uh, I, I've been granted an honorary uh, Ph.D. My wife and I can't give out her age because she will have a fit. My wife is has just uh, informed us in the family that she's going back to school to complete her Ph.D., She's um, maybe 15 credits short. Our daughter uh, has a master's degree, also from Syracuse University in New York State, where I went in journalism. She's doing very well. She's a homeowner. Our son is doing well. Uh, He has medical issues in terms of epilepsy and a learning disability, but he still got his college degree. So where's the racism? I'm just asking. If you can point it to me, I will say, okay, but where is it? And my background, as many of you know in New York State, is that I started from nothing. In the projects, on welfare, my mother was mentally ill. My father was not in the picture at all. My grandfather was addicted to heroin. And yet, throughout all those obstacles, I was able to get out of the projects, go to college, Go to graduate school. Have I lived the perfect life? No. But here I am now. So where is the racism and the... Now, that's just one example, right? Because I'm going to take a lot of heat after this show from from folks that say, oh, well, you know, you're supposed to side with us. You're not supposed to... Uh, you're not supposed to expose what's really what's really going on. Someone that I have a lot of respect for is Heather McDonald, right? She she talks a lot about um, law enforcement. I want you to listen to what Heather McDonald has to say. Talking about phantom racism distracts us from the real problems which Mr. Woodson talks about, knows so well, bad policies, but above all, a breakdown of culture. A breakdown of culture. Okay, let's go to the uh, telephone calls. Let's go to uh, BJ. BJ is calling from Queens. BJ, what's on your mind? Good to hear from you. Many happy days to you. Thank the you. Worst, you're quite welcome. The, the worst enemy of four minority groups historically in this country has been the white liberal. Uh, they brought in communism uh, wokeism is just simply a state of telling you that you're asleep and uh, you didn't know you were racist. You didn't know you were a bigot. You didn't know you were a misogynist. And now, you know, and uh, now they're promoting handouts, not performance based achievement opportunities. For example, Disney, everything's supposed to be woke. 
Uh, everything is supposed to be uh, they're trying to erase the culture that we established. Even crime fighting has become woke. That's why uh, we have uh, the problems we have in this city. The, pro- the police aren't allowed to do their job. They're only allowed to do it so far. The mayor was on this morning. He was talking about how wonderful uh, the streets are. I'll tell you, I look in the news, three blocks from my house, a kid got stabbed for his uh, motorbike. I mean, this is just ridiculous. We're told one thing. We're gaslit. We're told one thing, and we're told uh, you're going to believe me or your lying eyes. I mean, this is this is the way it goes. But the white liberal is the worst enemy, has always been the worst enemy historically of uh, poor press groups from all places, not just uh, blacks and people of color, but people from uh, other lands who had, uh, and, and other cultures that came to America for the American dream because they were pushed into the, the city, moved from the, the plantations and the farms into uh, 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 sweatshop conditions, into tenements, into ultimately housing projects and kept there and told that uh, uh, once you, you we give you everything, you won't need a family, you won't need God, you'll just need the state and uh, you'll stay poor and stupid. But believe me, we won't let you go down too far because we'll need you until your usefulness has been uh, used up. Well, and, and that's 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 what we're facing today, a 21st century version of it. Well, the, I thank you for the call. The one thing that I certainly will agree with you, and I've always had a, a beef with this, uh, liberals. I'm not going to say white liberals. I'm going to say liberals in terms of um, – and limousine liberals, to be exact, they know what's best for you. Let me pat you on the head. Oh, oh, life has been so unfair to you. I, I, I you know, folks, the the thought in the school that I come from is that uh, you get up and you make it happen. And if they knock you down. You get back up again and you make it happen. And if they knock you down again, you get up and you work three times as hard and you make it happen. No excuses. No excuses. And the crime around the country, pick a city, any city, it's not going to stop as long as our police are being told wokeness. You 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 can't enforce the uh the laws that are on the book. They're victims. They're victims, and uh, you you must act accordingly because because they're victims. Give me a break. Let's go to Susan in Brooklyn. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. We are taking your calls, 800-848-9222. Good afternoon to you, Susan. Dominic, it's like a ray of sunshine. Oh, we love Greg, too. It's not, but, you know, it is a great team, and you are an example of the American dream. And almost everyone who gets success, outside of a few, you know, people who inherit everything, and some of them, be, you know, are very um, generous. And um, But uh, you have played a clip of uh, Hillary Clinton that got my blood pressure going because she's an example of what you're talking about. And she's such a hypocrite because – when they had an opportunity, and, you know, she was running the White House right with uh, Bill, and they could have um, – they had an opportunity to have charter schools and school choice for the poor minority children in Washington, D.C. That was part of the um, uh, contract with America. 
and uh, they vetoed it. They would not let it go through. It would have gone through. Now, Donald Trump actually got charter schools through some bill. I don't know how he did it. And apparently, I think I read something in the Washington Post that the Biden administration is trying to stamp those out because of their alliance with the teachers union. And, and charter schools are public schools. The only difference is they don't have to conform to all the union work rules, which are, is really impedes learning in many cases. And Susan, charter schools, yeah. The only difference is, to be candid and honest with you, is that charter schools work. And that's no disrespect on teachers. Teachers are amazing human beings. I would not be in front of this microphone right now if not for teachers that were the role models that I did not have growing up. But if you look at the stats, there is no doubt about it that charter schools, and if we want to change this, if we want to change what's going on throughout the country in terms of uh, the crime throughout the country, the way to do it is we we need more charter schools. Susan, I, I thank you for the uh, call, and you have a uh, lovely weekend. Let's go to Carol in New Jersey. Carol, what's on your mind? Oh, Dominic, it's so great to hear from you, as always. Um, you know, I'm a little bit worried about going over to New York now. Um, I used to go over there all the time um, to go shopping and go to plays and shows and everything, but I just don't feel comfortable going over there anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's safe. I don't think it's safe. I don't you, think it's you, that you, safe. You, you know what, Carol? Um, I appreciate the fact that you are being candid and honest because I think that if we did a survey of everyone listening to us right now within the sound of my voice, I believe that nine out of ten people would say exactly what you just said. Let's look at it for a second, for a second here, Carol. So let's say let's say you drive into uh, to New York City. If you you know you live in New Jersey, so let's say you drive into New York City, right? So then you got to park somewhere. Once you get out of your car, you're you're open prey for for uh, for these criminals or perhaps a mentally ill person. And and if you and if you take the train in, good luck with that. Because, Carol, I won't even take the train in the city of New York. There are many cities where I'm now worried to uh, travel in. And what type of life is that? Terrible. Well, I, I I I thank you for your uh, for your call, Carol, and uh, have a beautiful uh, weekend. Let's go to John in Rochester, New York. Good afternoon, John. And what's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Love when you're on. I can't always get you at night because I fall asleep, but I try. <laughs> but I want to tell you, about five years ago, I watched a guy on TV that had on a sweatshirt and it said, stay woke. So I went to Google and I asked him, what does woke mean? And it said, woke is being aware of the problem with police brutality. But then it became the buzzword for the progressive secular liberals, you know. And uh, I hear a lot of people always saying woke, 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 but it really had a a positive uh, origin, but it just got out of hand. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, 
And you see, that's 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 John. And, and, you know, I, I I went to graduate school not far from uh, from your city. Um, Syracuse is only about an hour and a half drive, I believe, from uh, from Rochester. Rochester has had its share of issues, but the fact of the matter is, and, and this is just advice. I thank you for the call, John. I'm offering advice right now to people that perhaps may not be doing that well in life and want to do better. Focus on the real issue. The real issue is bettering yourself, if you will. It's not the police. The police are not there to hurt you. Stop buying into this garbage narrative that the police are there to control you and and to beat you up. When you're in trouble, what's the first thing you do? You reach out to the police. We will continue this conversation on the flip side. We see all of your telephone calls. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Greg Kelly Show. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. We're taking your telephone calls, 800-848-9222. I see a lot of calls here. We're going to try and get to as many as we can. Coming up next, we will be discussing the issue of the southern border mess. I don't understand it. But, folks, so we're talking right now about cracking down on crime throughout the country. And I'm making the connection that a big part of the problem is this wokeness, right? And so uh, I'm looking at my Twitter, and 99% of the comments are positive, but there's one uh, that says here from a a, a Canisats, and the individual says, Uncle Dom, right? So in other words, the person is calling me an Uncle Tom because you have to understand how ingrained this logic is. You have a group of people. That society tells them every single day, you are the underclass, the limousine liberals, you are a permanent victim, a permanent victim. The housing projects from which I come, it's sad. Generation after generation after generation, and it's seen as an accomplishment of keeping the same apartment within the family. Not home ownership, but keeping the same apartment in the family, in the projects from generation to generation to generation. And you're calling me Uncle Tom. When, you know, I'm not... I started not to even mention it, but I just want you folks to understand that when you stand up to this wokeness and to the far left and you don't use the talking points that they want you to to use, this is what happens. It's what happens. Let's go to uh, Rose in Brooklyn. What's on your mind, Rose? Hello, Mr. Card. It's such a pleasure to finally hear somebody tell the truth about black discrimination. I don't see the, the discrimination, basically. I guess it's the people who mostly don't succeed. Somehow, either they are not educated or other luck type of thing of their behavior. I see black people in top jobs, executives, journalists. So do I. So do I, Rose. 
did you discriminate? How did they get? If you're discriminated, how come these people got that far? A black Rose, president. What Rose, else do you want? Rose, you, you and I both know that we can't say it on the radio, but you, you and I both know why they don't succeed. We both know. But but they want to believe, and, and I, I guess they really believe into this, that it, it's the man's fault. It's the No, it's your fault. Because when, when you decide in the eighth grade or whatever that you no longer want to go to school anymore because you're lazy. Okay, I don't want to use the word lazy because that, that, that's a, a cold word sometimes. Um, you know, you decide you don't want to go to school and you don't go to school. And then you don't go on to college and you don't open a business. You don't make things happen. And then you want to blame everybody else for why you're not succeeding. Go to college, but they open small businesses to grow with the business, just like I did. Mm-hmm. I wasn't raised with college, but I had a big, beautiful business. I was able to buy my own house. I'm so fast. glad. I'm so glad I mean, to hear that. I tried Rose. another business and I, you invest in real estate. You borrow from other people. You make, you do, you make nobody stands in your way. Right. You should show me one time one way they were discriminated in any which way. Let right. me come up with different uh, examples. Let them write down on papers in the newspapers where exactly were they discriminated. They're getting so much funding for education. Now they're coming up with this whole work thing. There's all this dirty stuff in the in the classes. They have nothing else to come up with instead of educating them in morality not to shoot each other. Since we have black like matters, who gets killed? It's black on black. It's <laughs> black on black that gets killed. Nobody else gets killed. Most of the crimes you're going to hear is in the Bronx, is in the upper Manhattan, is in those kind of places. How come nobody else gets killed? And that's they themselves founded Black Lives Matter, which is just a few people, a group of people who get all the money and then try to um, and try to tell the world all these lies. Rose, all, all I can say is amen and uh, thank you uh, for your comment. I'm, I'm saying amen based on what you just said. And... To Rose's point, right, to her point, right, Rose and I don't know each other, but the point that she just made about look who's getting killed, for the most part, on average, and where does it occur? It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. So so you can lash out at me, you know, again, 99% of the comments are positive, and I thank you for those comments. But you can lash out at me, but it's 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 your community. It's your. I try to help as many young people. I've been doing this for years, as as humanly possible. But when they come to my house, when they come to my pool in the summer, and and the kids have a great time, I do have a rule: the hats come off, and those jeans better not be hanging off your backside. And young lady, you're going to carry yourself with class while while you're sitting out here. And you are going to dress appropriately. We're not doing the video shoot uh, dressing on, on this deck here at this pool. Dominic Carter here with you folks in for Greg Kelly. And I can tell you that Greg has the day off. He's relaxing, I hope, and he'll be back next week. And I'm taking your calls. We're taking your calls. We're listening to your comments at 800-848-9222. Let's see here. Let's go to, let's go to the next segment. The next segment we'll go to because the music is playing, which means that it's time for me to shut up and toss to this commercial break. 
Stay with us, folks. The southern border. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. We'll be right back. Greg Kelly, the latest breaking news and opinions, entertaining and informative. And Dominic Carter here with you. Greg Kelly has the day off. You can reach me on social media, on Twitter, at Dominic TV. Dominic TV, we are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-9222. So I want to make one comment about Black Lives Matter. But I also want to state that... uh, we are going to discuss the situation of the southern border. Now, this will never happen. They don't have the authority to do this. But I agree with uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott. I agree with Florida Governor uh, DeSantis in which Abbott says take the buses when the undocumented immigrants uh, arrive and direct those buses to the Capitol if they're willing to go. If they're willing to go. Because, of course, it would be illegal if you made them go and they didn't want to go, the uh, the undocumented uh, immigrants. But you can't keep expecting local governments to just take it. And DeSantis, with illegal immigrants that he says are being dumped in Florida, He says, send them to Biden's home state of Delaware. Mr. President, you want to bring them in so much, so let them come to your state. I mean, let's uh, let's deal with it this way. And the reason why uh, this is becoming such a big issue as of late, the order, which is known as Title 42, is about to be lifted, and which is going to be lifted next month, and that means you're going to see a flood at the uh, at the border, and the policy Title 42 effectively blocked most migrants from entering the U.S. and seeking asylum for more than two years, and this was a Trump policy. Trump policy. It's one of the reasons why I have consistently said that he was effective as the president of the United States. It's one of the reasons why I say that should he run again, there is a good chance that he will be the next president of the United States again. If it comes down to Trump and Biden, forget it. Biden's not running. He's not running. There's no way he can run. You can't put him in the basement again. That's not that's not going to work. And if you put up Kamala Harris, you might as well, any one of you folks listening to us right now, you might as well be the Democratic nominee if the party's going to put up Kamala Harris. It's not going to happen. She's not ready for prime time. Maybe, maybe she should have stayed, you know, in the Senate or or Attorney General of California, but Vice President of the United States. Absolutely not. And so the Trump administration uh, implemented this order, the Title 42, at the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic, and his administration, Trump, 
said the order was to help prevent the spread of the virus across the U.S. And it was effective. And that's why, one of the reasons why he won, because Trump was able to resonate and communicate with the American people. You may not like what I'm saying, but it's the truth. And communicate and connect with the American people in ways that politicians had never been so effective before. And so I'm going to mention this uh, Black Lives Matter scam in a second. As someone who, uh, one of my hobbies is real estate. And I'm going to break down to you how, show me the money. Somebody with this recent deal was trying to get away with $2.7 million. Cash. I'll explain it in just a uh, second. Let's go to uh, Rob in Brooklyn. Rob, what's on your mind? House nigga. Thank you, Rob. Thank you. Thank you. So, folks, you just got to hear uh, directly sometimes what I have to deal with uh, from from people that, and you know, you, you, you can call me whatever this clown's name was. You can call me whatever you want. But <laughs> me, me and mine, my family, we're okay. How are you doing, sir? What are you doing in life? Rather than calling up publicly, uh, trying to attack and uh, denounce me. Let's go to Russell in White Plains. Russell, what's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. That that was a real racist remark by a black man. Because, you know, I may not agree with you as an individual, but you're entitled to your beliefs as a man, as a person, you know. Mm-hmm. But that that's a real racist remark that person made. And I consider Uncle Tom almost as bad. But it is. It, hey, Russell, I'm going to let you I'm gonna let you make your comment in the black community to call someone an Uncle Tom is is perhaps the, the most insulting thing that that one African-American can call another. Because what what the implication is that you are owned by the white community and that they are controlling everything that you say. And yeah, I, Russell, I know you get it, but please go ahead with your point. Yeah, it's not treating you as an individual, but as a group identity, which is how they're dividing all of us all the time. But, but Dominic, I do disagree with, you know, some people use public housing as a way to accumulate intergenerational wealth. And you kind of said it's an accomplishment never to move out. And I respect that, your judgment as an individual. But sometimes people stay there a long time and they're able to accumulate wealth because it's affordable housing. But I wanted to ask you as a professional uh, defensive back, a question is not asked about this Ukraine missile strike on the train station in Luhansk. Mm-hmm. The, questions, the questions are not asked. And I, as a professional reporter, wouldn't you be interested in where these people in the train station were waiting to go? Were they waiting to go back into Russia? Because if they were waiting to go in that direction, then that kind of tells you, you know, this may, not, may be some kind of provocation by the, the missile strikes of the Ukrainians. They've been saying, oh, they're, they're deporting Russians back to Russia. But in fact, these are Russian speakers. And in fact, one commenter hinted at the truth by saying, gee, what a real horror. The Russian military is killing Russian-speaking Ukrainians. And that told me the truth. 
But thanks for letting me express that, Dominic. Well, hey, Russell, you're always respectful in terms of how you articulate your point of view. And you're right. You and I can agree to disagree. But I I appreciate your professionalism, and I, I thank you for the call. Thank you so much. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly on this uh, Friday afternoon. Greg has the day off. We are taking your calls, 800-848-9222. So let's go to, okay, wait, let me do the uh, Black Lives Matter thing before I go to the next telephone call. So um, hmm, Black Lives Matter. So real estate purchase, right? A uh, a house uh, that went um, for a lot of money, $5.8 million in Los Angeles, right? So six, let's just round it off at $6 million, right? Lavish uh, Los Angeles mansion, all right? Black Lives Matter, of course, everything was above board, above board. So the real estate agent with links to Black Lives Matter purchased the 6,500-square-foot mansion for million. Now follow the money, folks. 3.1 million back in October 2020. Property records show. For 3.1 million. Days later, the mansion was transferred to a shell company controlled by Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation for 5.1. Eight million. So that's what two, two, two and a half million dollars. So, in other words, it's almost like I'm not going to say three card Monty uh, in New York City. That that was a big issue going back years, years, and years ago. But so three card Mount Monty, right? And it's a scam. But you got to follow with your eye to, you know, make sure you're on top of it and so on. And then oftentimes it looks real easy. And then you flip the card, you flip over the thing that's supposed to show you the card or whatever, and you just lost $500 because you, you thought you had it and you bet wrong. And then you bet again, and then you bet again, and then you bet again. And so they purchased this, the, the real estate developer, for $3 million. Days later, it sold for five over over market value for five point eight million. Come on, folks! Somebody was stealing two and a half million dollars. Period. There's no other way to say it. Black lives matter. Let's go to uh, Jay in Ohio. Jay, what's on your mind? Yo, man, I thought that was uncalled for that comment. You know, that's showing you the state of mind that people are in. You know. Hey, Jay, Jay, absolutely. It shows you the state of mind. It shows you that. So if if the person disagrees with me, you know, like you just did, call up and let's have a rational discussion. Do you think him calling me a name? Do you think that's any any um, skin off my apple? Do you think do you think it's going to bother me one bit? No, but the point is that. You know, with somebody that that comes at you like that, they they're actually crying out for help. They're asking you. They, you they know, are crying for, out for help. They they're are. For they're, they're looking for answers because they look at 
they, they, they know that you know something they don't know, right? Instead of them, you know, going at you like that, they ask you a question that can help him better himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you and I, we, we agree on that. But, but you know what, Jay? Let's, let's even take me out of it, right? Take any successful person of color, right? And ask them, how did they get successful? How do some people make it out and some people don't and many don't? But, Jay, I really appreciate your comment and I, uh, I thank you uh, for it. Thank you for calling. Let's go to Jamal in the Bronx. Let's see what Jamal wants to talk about. Jamal, what's on your mind? Mr. Carter, good afternoon. That nobody should call any radio station and disrespect their course. You guys have point of view. You don't claim that you're taking sides, but you do, all of you. doesn't matter what side you are. I respect that. But my call to you is this. Can you guys stop talking about your past and your life? Because we know 90% of it is made up. Whatever you did and how you grow up, it's not anybody's business. What is so, your so wait, 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 Jamal, wait, you, you said it's made up? Yeah, I, yes, you were one of the richest kids in the world. Now you're telling me my mom was this? Are you kidding me? Your wait, 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 Jamal, I was one of the richest kids in the world? Well, you were. Your mother was sex, Your mother was financially secure, so stop saying wait, that. Wait, 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 Jamal, do you know which host you're talking to right now? I grew up on welfare, food stamps. What, what are you talking about? Oh, you grew up on the welfare. Then how did you get to the good schools? Ah, that's the question. That's the question. Jamal, good point. I hear you. I respect you, and I thank you for your call. But I think you you may have had me uh, mixed up with um, with someone. Dominic Carter here with you. We are going to take a break, and uh, I will answer Jamal's um, uh, comment uh, when we come back. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. This is The Greg Kelly Show. And I'm Dominic Carter. And for Greg Kelly, we are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-9222. I see all the calls. We will get to them. You can reach me on Twitter at Dominic TV. Now, that uh, Black Lives Matter, the... um, the home that uh, that we spoke about. So the the realtor who had connections with Black Lives Matter. Oh, oh, I never touched any money. The money went straight to escrow. That's not the issue, Mr. Realtor. The issue is if if three million went to escrow and the home sold days later for five point eight million where is the difference between the 3.1 million and the 5.8 uh, million? It's in somebody's pocket. Somebody sat down and thought that they were smarter than prosecutors and came up with this scam to pocket close to $3 million. We're taking your telephone calls. Eddie in the Bronx. 
What's on your mind? How you doing? I'm doing well. Go right ahead. I got to tell you, uh, I'm a white guy born and raised in the Bronx, Morris Park area. Uh, I'm listening to this. I mean, if I was black and I lived in the projects and I contributed money to this thing, I would be, I don't know why black people are not outraged. I mean, they should be protesting and marching because they all got uh, scammed. Why is that not happening? Uh, I agree with you, Eddie. And so the person, you know, called up here a second ago calling me names, right? Go call, go call. Notice they, they're not saying anything about Black Lives Matter. Somebody literally stole close to $3 million. $3 million cash. And you want to attack me because I'm telling you act right and get yourself together, but you don't want to say anything to the scam artists at Black Lives Matter. That's called education. There is none. And and I agree with you on that point as well. Let's go. Thank you for the call. Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Dominic Carter here on the Greg Kelly Show. What's on your mind? Good afternoon, Dominic. Um, just a comment on the southern border. You know, just a couple of weeks ago, the Speaker Pelosi used COVID as an excuse to extend the absentee voting allowances for members of Congress. So they're just doing what they always do. They talk out of both sides of their mouth. On the one, on the one side, they say, well, COVID is under control, so we can do away with Title 42. And then on the other hand, when they want it to work to their advantage, they say, oh, no, we have to do things this way to manipulate the system because of COVID, using COVID as an excuse. And as far as the southern uh, border states are concerned, like Texas and also Arizona, yes, Mexico is effectively a narco state. And the immigration influx is being engineered by those cartels that are heavily armed and militarized. So it is reasonable to consider them a hostile foreign power and to respond to them as a military invasion. So they're flooding our country with fentanyl, which is killing our population. Literally. Literally. The the federal government doesn't want to do their job. Maybe it is up to the state governors of those border states to not only protect the citizens of their state, but unfortunately they have to do the job of the federal government to protect the rest of the citizens of the country as well. Again, Jacqueline, one of the things that I loved about Trump was that, in my opinion, he didn't play with the southern border, shut it down. And he did the best that he could. But shut it down, shut it down, shut it down. What about America's interest? America cannot continue to just keep taking people in. Jacqueline, I thank you for the call. You know, from time to time in in my household, we look at our, um, just our real estate taxes. And it's like, you know, I'm 58, soon about to be 59, so you figure if I'm lucky, I got maybe 15, 20 more years in the business, and then I'll be one of these uh, old men walking the street and so on. And how can we continue to pay for the via taxes for other people when Americans are hurting? It really is that simple. Let's go to Paul in New Jersey. Paul, what's on your mind? Hey, how you doing? Good, good. Go right ahead. Good. Yeah, I, look, I, I do a lot of driving, so I'm driving around, and I, you know, I enjoy the talk show. It's really cool. Um, 
And I just want to give a perspective. Let's say a, a Canadian guy who's lived in the United States for 18 years. And I feel that, you know, in America, and I'm not putting, let's, let's say you're unfortunate, you live under a bridge, for example. You have every opportunity to get up, take a walk to a building, say, hey, I need help. And people will help you. I agree so with my you. Opinion, and my opinion is nobody, you have every opportunity, just like in Canada and the United States, every opportunity to get help. And uh, yeah, I'm just a little disappointed that people just got to start to enjoy each other. Just simply start to wave to each other. Be kind. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so simple. Mm-hmm. So. I I, I I I agree with you, Paul, and, and I'll do you one better, the same way that I went to college, okay, right? So first one for my family to go to school, didn't know anything, um, and I went to the college officials and I said, you know, please, please help me. I want to go to school. I don't know how to fill these forms out. I don't have a nickel, to Paul's point. And the system made it possible for me to go to school and get a degree, and then go on to graduate school at Syracuse University in New York State. All courtesy of the taxpayers, but I do point out that I have paid hundreds of thousands of dollars back into the system in taxes. And so it's been a win-win for taxpayers. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. More of your phone calls when we come back. And Dominic Carter here with you in for Greg. Greg has the day off. We are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-9222. So we have a lot of calls uh, on past topics. And um, I wanted to get to, well, one, I want to mention that the White House Communications Director, uh, Pelosi, has tested uh, positive, as we know, for covid and uh, the day before it came out, she kissed uh, President Biden on the cheek. The White House says it's possible Biden could test positive at some point. So we'll see what happens. And uh, the situation over Will Smith, you thought that it was over and done with? No, no, no. The Academy uh, is expected to decide any minute, any minute today, Uh, What his fate is going to be, he already resigned, but he could actually lose his Oscar when he won the Best Actor Academy Award for his role in King Richard. Of course, this is the slap of Chris Rock. And just like I said, folks, Chris Rock wants this to go away. Just like I said, notice Chris Rock hasn't said anything. Because it's a no-win situation. Let's go to Rufus. Uh, telephone calls in Tom's River. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. I wanted to tell you that uh, you do a fantastic job, just like great Greg Kelly. Uh, it doesn't even skip a beat when you fill in. Fantastic. Thank well, you. Thank I appreciate you. it. Thank you. That That's very kind of you to say, and I, I appreciate the uh, comment. Let's go to Valerie in Queens. Valerie, what's on your mind? Oh, hi, Dominic. Listen, what I want to say is that Black Lives Matter is just another snake oil salesman. Absolutely. That white, that white supremacy rules over everything in the black community. This is ridiculous. 
and as the critical race theory and as the critical race theory is proposed is proposed mm-hmm. it's creating a tremendous chasm yes between yes. the black and white community yes this yes. Is, this yes. is a tragedy. Yes. Because Dominic, we need each other to build this country back. Yes. When black folks finally see that the Democrats are their oppressors, they hopefully I'm praying they throw the party off. Because I truly mean this. I truly mean this. That it is black folks are the ones who will bring this country back to sanity. How ironic is that, that they have come as slaves and they are the ones to bring freedom back to this country? Hmm. Hmm. Well, well, Valerie, uh, the the point where um, where you and I uh, uh, agree on is that, uh, you know, I'm I'm just I'm I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to ease out of this uh, race discussion because I wanted to get to uh, the Will Smith uh, situation. But Valerie, you you made you made some some very very uh, good points. Let's go to Jamar in uh, Southampton. What's on your mind? Yeah. Um. Hi, Dominic. Um. This is my first time actually calling into our radio show. Well, thank right? you. Like, I'm Jamaican, right? And I've been living here, um, not not for long, but I've been traveling back and forth for a while, right? Hey, Jamar, you, you and I have something in common. Um, my father, uh, who unfortunately was never in my life, but my father was Jamaican. So please continue. Bless up, bless up. But go, uh, moving on, right? Like, I've, I've noticed something very, very wrong with this country. Like, growing up in a country that's predominantly black, right, we have white tourists come in there all the time, right? And we've never, it's never been a case where color was an issue. Like, it's more like classism, if you get what I'm saying, right? Yes, I agree with you. You know what I mean? But after living here and interacting with a lot of African-Americans, now I can't can't stand them, right? Their mentality is toxic, right? And I get it. Racism is out there, yes. But why go around looking for it, right? I live in a predominantly white area. I've never experienced racism before. I remember last summer, a, a guy from the city, he came out here, right? And was interacting with somebody I worked with. Uh, out of nowhere, started calling my coworker racist. I was telling, I'm telling this guy to stop racially profiling. I'm like, what the hell? And honestly, I blame the Democrats for all of this, right? I'm not a political guy. I don't care about politics whatsoever. But if you watch CNN, right, they deliberately go out of their way. For example, a white guy kills a black guy, right? They deliberately go out of their way to make it clear. White guy kills black guy, right? While, for example, looking at the 2019 statistics, you had 2,900 murders, right, black, black guys, right? And of the offenders, 2,500 were black, right? And not once you've, you've seen any Democratic politician try to address this problem. They, they drill in the minds of black people. White people are the enemy. Look out for white, white people. Like, I don't go to the city, Dominic, and look for a white guy wearing 
a pole of shirt or a spare, <laughs> he's going to shoot me in my head. Everyone knows, right? If you're in the city, oh. like you're, you're worried. You're looking for a specific type. Does that make me racist? Are you going to call me racist? I no, I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to call you racist. I'm going to call you a realist. You know, Jamar, you, you made some... Um, you 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 made some excellent points there, and I really appreciate <laughs> your call. I'm just laughing because because you you're so you were so right and eloquent in the way that you stated the reality, right? But sometimes, and I pride myself on being able to say everything. But if I say one little thing that the progressives don't like if I go off script what their script is for one second they they feel there's hell to pay you know the terms that they use you know oh 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 how, how can you do this and and I'm sitting here thinking about this folks and maybe it's because of my upbringing that I come from the same community of which they come but what's amazing to me is why can't you learn and see what I see what the caller just said about, he just said that he has not encountered racism, right? Anyway, anyway, let's go to uh, Bill in Hamburg, New Jersey. Bill, what's on your mind? Thank you for uh, taking a call. Of course. And you have the great trait of being able to listen. And that's a, that's a wonderful trait to have. I agree. Really a good thing that you're taking so many callers today because there's so many good people out there that have so much to say, and they're very frustrated and angry. Um, the first thing I wanted to say was that the owner of WABC, John Kasimatidis. Correct. He was on Fox Television about two weeks ago. They had him on as a guest with Roseanne Scotto and uh, Bianca Peters. And the question to him was, how has inflation and gas prices gone sky high too quickly, so quickly? And his answer was, and I was just going, come on, John, come through, come through with the truth. And he said it all started to happen when President Biden was elected. And they just sat there dumbfounded, like, what is this man talking about? He was talking about the truth. And mm-hmm. that's when it all started. Of course, they the, the Democrats are dodging the question, saying, no, no, that has nothing to do with it. But that's typical of them. The second thing I wanted to say, Dominic, was that I want to be able to be effective uh, in my vote in the next uh, in, in all the elections. But there are no election watchdogs who are watching ballots being trafficked all over the country. So is my vote? When I voted for Trump, uh, if I vote for him again, if he's running or whoever, is my ballot, is my vote going to count or is it going to go into a dumpster? Many people are afraid of this. And who's watching the ballot box? That's my question. I well, just don't know. Well, Bill, that that's a reasonable point. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not one of those that feel that we should revisit the past election. Thank you for the call, Bill. Uh, that it's that that train has already left the station, you know, but but Americans have a right to 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 know that at the ballot box, you know, everything's going to be done on the up and up. So so I hear you. I do want to um, 
look at one of the emails uh, that was just sent to me about today's program. It's from uh, a, a listener from uh, Buddy Sal, and he says, when Title 42 expires, I wonder what welcoming preparations in Washington, D.C. and Delaware are being planned. Also, thugs know that they face no, he capitalized, no consequences, hence the rise in crime. It used to be that a person was accountable for his, her actions and to learn from their mistakes. Today we are held accountable for a thug's actions, and it is up to us, to others, to learn from the thug's mistakes. He may be on to something there. We are taking your telephone calls. Let's go to call. Uh, in East Meadow, call. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic, how are you? I'm and, doing you know, well. I, I just wanted to comment in, in regards to all this Will Smith and Chris Rock uh, that keeps coming up on you know on your program and other programs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I mean, seriously, you know, you got uh, the president of Ukraine who was both an actor and a comedian getting slapped around by Putin and not getting what he wants. The guy's been going out the whole world begging for help, and every government body there is. And maybe he should have went to the Oscars and got slapped around. Maybe he would have got what he wants. Maybe, you know, they would give him what he wants. Well, uh, you know, just a thought. No, no, I, I, I hear you. But but the situation with Zelensky and Ukraine is a very, very serious one. And um, I, I don't even want to make light of it. But I hear you, call, and I thank you for the uh, call. And, uh, uh, and I hope that you have a wonderful uh, weekend. But, I mean, just what we reported in this program. In this program today, in terms of 50 people dead uh, in an attack that were at the train station. So th- th- this is a very, very serious situation. And, and hopefully, hopefully for the people of Ukraine, it will get better soon. That's that's all that, that we can hope for at this point, that this will end soon. Dominic Carter in for Greg Kelly. We are taking your telephone calls on this Friday afternoon, 800-848-9222. Let's go to Pablo in Brooklyn. What's on your mind, Pablo? Hey, Dominic. Uh, look, question. Uh, uh, isn't there a law, I mean, with the I-9 and W-4s and all that, that you have to be either uh, a citizen or here you know, through green card or whatever, in order to be employed. You want to shut down the immigrate? I don't know if that law has changed. Uh, but if uh, if it is still in place, why isn't that being enforced to say shut down or find a business for hiring illegal aliens? And therein lies the problem, Pablo. We are in a situation where the rules as it relates to immigration and in particular the southern border, it seems like they, they are not being enforced and it's unfair because those that play by the rules are 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 dealing with the situation that's not good for them right now, while folks are just actively coming over the border and getting the full package of uh, benefits and uh, you know what I mean when I say benefits, uh, basically uh, taken care of at the expense of the American taxpayer. And it's not right and it's not fair to the rest of us. It just isn't. Dominic Carter here with you. I see all of your telephone calls. Folks, we're going to try and get to as many of them as humanly possible. Dominic Carter 
in for Greg Kelly. And, of course, um, stay with us. We're taking your telephone calls. Talk Radio 77 WABC. You're listening to The Greg Kelly Show. And we are in the home stretch of the uh, Greg Kelly Show. Dominic Carter in for Greg. Greg has the day off. We are taking your telephone calls. Let's go uh, right back to them. Joe in Westchester County, New York. What's on your mind? Yeah, I have two points to try and make. One, nobody asked the administration what weapons actually arrived in the Ukraine. Where are the javelins? Where are the anti-aircraft? Where are the uh, Patriot missiles? What has arrived, let alone what Biden says uh, we're sending? And good, second good of question. all, I'd good like question. to volunteer. I'd like to volunteer to bust these uh, illegals up to the Biden house. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something, Joe? Wouldn't that be something? From New York to Texas, and I'll drive the bus or whatever else they need to corral these people. Mm. Somehow, thanks, Joe. Somehow, I have a funny feeling that's a trip that will never, ever, ever happen. Let's go to Steve in Bradley Beach, New Jersey. Steve, what's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Uh, uh, believe me, I enjoy, I enjoy listening to you. Thank you. Know, you. you, you bring, you're bringing up the southern border. What border? Okay, what border? <laughs> I mean, there's parts, there's parts of the border that are not even completed. Okay? They're, they're coming across. You don't know who's coming in at all. Okay? You got the gang. Gang violence is on the rise in this country. Okay, and to be honest with you, they're being the, the people who are coming over. They're being treated better in certain circumstances than our own veterans, which is really disgusting. You know what? I think Steve that that unfortunately you're correct. You're correct. The truth is the truth. I thank you for the call and and have a uh, a great weekend. Let's go to Debbie in Cranford, New Jersey. I believe Debbie, what's on your mind? I'd like to say that the people who are the Central Amer- from Central America, South America, and uh, oh, the other place, they um, they should leave, and the people from Ukraine should stay here because they probably would come in the proper way, go to their our embassy in their country, and and. They're highly educated, and and they would make good um, nurses for people in um, the assisted living homes and nursing homes. Because we have a sweet lady in our assisted living home, Atria, in Cranford. Uh, she's from Ukraine, and. And I worry about her family, and she tries to keep up with them to see how they are. Well, Debbie, I I thank you for your telephone call. And America, Debbie, uh, is, as far as I'm concerned, a big tent. And as far as I'm concerned, all the people from Ukraine should that's going through this that want to leave should be welcomed here in America, places like Canada, some places in um, in Europe. Um, but something has to be done to help the people. It is awful of what is happening. Let's go to John in Lindenhurst. Uh, John, what's on your mind? Two things. Uh, regarding Will Smith, if that was Dwayne The Rock Johnson that made that joke, 
instead of Chris Rock, Will Smith would have stayed in his seat laughing and would have told Jada to shut her mouth. Mm, mm. I, I, I don't, well, maybe, maybe the rock. <laughs> okay, your second point, your second point. Uh, you know, regarding illegal aliens, listen, illegal aliens are a net drain on society as far as monetarily, use of benefits, use of hospital, use of everything. They're not putting it to the system. Contrary to what people say, they are not putting money into the system. They're just taking money out. Hmm. You know what? Um for the most part, John, I I agree or with what you just said. Certainly it appears that way. To the average American taxpayer, all we know, John, is that we are left holding the bag constantly and consistently. Constantly and consistently. Jim in Staten Island, what's on your mind? Jim, yes, are I you was there? Wondering about the uh, yeah, I'm here. Okay, go ahead, Jim. Hello? Yes, go ahead, Jim. Yes. I was wondering about this ID, that they're fighting against voting ID. I don't understand why. We, um, everybody, it's, in order to go anywhere, you need ID. Jim, it's part of the silly argument, just like some of the things we've discussed today, of what's good is argued that it's bad, and what's bad it's argued that it's good. Listen, show your ID and vote. It's that simple. People have died, black, white, Asian, Latino, for the right to vote. Show your ID and vote. It really is uh, that simple. Let's go to uh, Dennis. Dennis, you are on the air. What's on your mind? Good afternoon, Dom. First of all, whenever you get the time, you should be the mayor of New York City. Ah, well, thank you. Okay? Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank okay. you. That's very kind of you to say thank you. <laughs> and, I, and I'm being honest about that. I wanted to tell you, Dom, this. I think the concept of white, of woke and white supremacy is terrific if you're a racist. Because when you talk about white supremacy and woke, they never get the opportunity to say, hey, you know what? Blacks kill one another at 12 times the rate white people do, and they murder one another at like 10 times the rate white people do. Hey, Dennis. We never talk about wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. De- Dennis, let me, let me give you the line that um – that some of my personal friends that I love dearly that happen to be African-American, whenever, whenever that's said, this is what they say to me. So I'm going to toss it out to you and you folks take it any way you want. When I point out the black on black crime, they go, but wait a minute, you're not talking about the white on white crime. What about all the white people that kill all the white people? That's what they say, Dennis. So how, how do you respond to that? The, the way I respond to that is if you look at the percentages, we do it at one-tenth the time that black people do. Thank you. So the, the numbers tell the story, right, Thank Tom? you. Thank you. Thank you. Dennis, I, I'm tired of trying. I'm t- you know, I, I mean, with a straight face, they look at me and go, ah, ah, on the radio, you talk about, about black-on-black crime, but you don't talk about white people killing white people. That's what they say to me, Dennis. And when I use the rational argument that you just used about, um, well, let's look at the percentages. Well, let's look at the percentages of the population. White people killing white people. Ignore black people killing. But they may kill. They may kill. They may kill my wife. They may kill my daughter. They may kill my son. They may kill me. No, no, no. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Stick with the script. Stick with the script. That's what I'm told. 
Folks, have a lovely weekend. Dominic Carter here with you. I had a great time today. In for Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly will be back. You can reach me on Twitter. I'm sure you will anyway. <laughs> Dominic TV. Have a lovely weekend. I hope you enjoyed the show. And stay well, friends.